0: Time to ham up. Oh I got i really
1: oh, try no. hard. Shut it
2: hard.
0: Somehow it's the best.
2: After the credits. A Yum Chunks podcast.
0: Yum Chunks!
2: Welcome back! All y'all Yum Chunkers, we're I don't like this take at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not editing it out. (laughs) Let's go with it. I mean, go again if you want, but it's all going to go in there.
2: (laughs) Welcome, uh, one and all, to, and happy gobble gobble Thanksgiving to a. (laughs) Look, we're doing this again, okay? We're back. We're back again. I wish that, like, every other episode that we did wasn't a, hey, we're back finally, but (laughs) you know know what? That's 2020,
1: isn't it? I think it's just, a t- it makes, it's, there's more suspense built this way. After months, like, what happened to everyone? Are they still okay? I don't know anymore. It's been three months. And then we're back. So, you know, you got to build to this now.
2: Yeah, but you know it's 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 diminishing returns. I think every time we <laughs> yeah. triumphantly we come back, uh, it's not, you know... People we gotta are come like, up with
1: a new gimmick. We gotta uh, up our game.
2: Yeah, but see, eventually we're gonna be like, we're back. And people are gonna be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> just stay gone.
1: Why do they listen to our podcast just to boo us? Uh. So, I mean, the same reason
2: why we watch The Room, you know. And, yeah, that's true. Uh, any of the non-original trilogy Star Wars movies, I guess. <laughs> That's right. I've come around on episode nine.
1: You were never not around on episode. Oh, you've come around. Okay, no. Okay, fair game. Fair, fair. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, objection withdrawn. All right. Um, so I'm
2: I'm Matt Chewy. Today we have Sean. Hey, Sean. This is Sean. I'm here. And we got Ryan. What's up, Ryan?
0: Hey, great to be here.
2: It is. I do think so. It's been quite a while. This is episode 59 and tonight we're going to talk about a movie that nobody's seen as per the <laughs> usual. Um tonight we will be talking about The New Mutants. But you know, it is 2020 and there's just not movies coming out or like we'll think a movie's coming out and then like the movie theaters will close, so then it's gonna go to streaming, but then the movie theaters reopen. So then it's gonna go to Disney Plus, but a special Disney Plus where you have to pay for it, but then if you wait long enough, it's on regular Disney Plus, which you're already paying for. This move this year's a mess. Movies are terrible. Let's and then just...
1: when you think it's, you know, not coming out, then it will randomly appear on streaming for free on Christmas Day.
2: Yep. Or just on any old regular day of no significance in the case of the New I was Mutants. just watching
1: reruns of like Court TV and Wonder Woman 2 started playing in the middle of it. I don't even know what happened. It was just weird. That's where they decided to air it though.
2: Wonder Woman 2. Um, you know, the, the Snyder Cut is happening, but I guess it's a TV miniseries
1: now. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah, I don't know when we're stop joking and when this what's real anymore. No, apparently that's real. I've only, I've heard he's only at, like, shot, like, seven minutes of extra footage, though.
2: I'm, I read that it's a miniseries now. <laughs> I could be wrong. Look, let me, ty- let me find out. Let me ask I, you
1: I, 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 Go big. Go, just keep going. <laughs> Draw this thing out.
2: J- okay, here, first thing. Justice League Snyder Cut will be a four-part miniseries, kind of. <laughs>
0: Are you happy now? Everyone
1: who asked for this, are you happy now? Yeah, happy, yeah, Is this what you wanted?
2: And oh <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be four hours long.
1: So it's just four hour long it's episodes, just one hour episodes? Yes, kind of. Yes. Whatever kind of means.
2: It will be released in four parts sequentially, so it won't all drop at the same time. They're going to drag it, us through however long they're going to space. It makes even them. less
1: sense. Okay, you already have a film, then you Frankenstein monster into another film, and it's designed from the beginning as a film, structurally as a film, not as four separate like things strung together. How are they going to fashion this into...
2: <laughs> I, I mean, um, what I understand is they're they're creating a significant amount of new material for it. Um, I mean, given how much money they're throwing at it, I think, look, I, I still maintain there never was a Snyder cut. I just, think, there was
1: never. No, that is, don't let anyone tell you different. There was never a Snyder cut.
2: I think the studio went, okay, there's a demand for it and the fans won't shut up. And anytime we post anything on our Facebook page about Harry Potter or the Matrix or any other WB property, all the comments are released. The Snyder cut. So just shut up everyone. Just <laughs> here. We'll make a thing and call it the Snyder cut. It's a TV show, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's just like, here, you dumb idiots, here, eat this garbage. You wanted this, right? <laughs> it, it's just like the most cynical Ouroboros you could imagine of just, like, corporate CEOs and awful fanboys just feeding off each other. But, uh, to
2: be honest, I'm kind of excited to watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will watch it. If, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway what have we all been up to let's uh you know what that that chunk fire has gone cold it's gone cold yeah. we need to reinvigorate it uh, so who wants to go first not me says I
0: <laughs> uh, sure um, I can go I'll go for it all right um, well it has been quite a while since we have stoked the the old chunk fire so um, I guess the top of the list for me is I got a new job. Um, in the middle of a pandemic i got another job um really just so i can keep spreading the word about our podcast because that gives me like a new audience i can advertise it to so uh, tell
2: everyone in your workplace and then quit and go get a different
1: job yeah exactly well that's why you have to quit so often is now that you've told people about the podcast (laughs) like well i can't stick around here for much longer yeah (laughs) actually
0: uh two jobs ago I, I, that was like one of the last things I did is I, I told, but at the time I wasn't planning on leaving, but I told everyone and then I was like, no, I made a mistake. It's time to go.
1: <laughs> like a chuck a grenade behind you. Yeah, as well. <laughs> pretty much.
0: Um, So that's good. And uh, the kind of the little bonus uh, for getting the new job is I took a week off to do some traveling. Obviously with the pandemic, I can't do much traveling. So I did a little driving vacation just to do camping. So actually pretty good i probably saw the least amount of people i have in months because i was just out there camping and it was kind of the you know uh beginning of november so it was getting cold and not a lot of people were camping so yeah it was good to kind of just be out there in the wilderness on my own
2: you're, you're gonna 127 hours yourself one of these days ryan i'm always afraid when you go camping <laughs> uh it... I mean, yeah, I probably should be a little more
0: careful. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I at least always bring a sharp knife. I'm not. I've I've learned my lesson from watching that movie. At least bring that if you
2: if you need to cut your arm off, you'll at least have a good tool to do so.
1: Yeah, exactly. You get it. Did you find any odd metallic monoliths out in the middle of the wilderness?
0: As a matter of fact, I did, and when I went to go tell someone about it, it was gone when we
1: returned. (sighs) To, and showed up in Romania
0: the next day. Oh, is that the latest? I didn't hear that one. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a, a new there's one. It's in Romania
0: now. Oh dang! I want to know who's behind this. Like,
2: what? a, I mean, what a okay. couple of
0: pranksters.
2: It's 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 somebody on Twitter said it's probably like a uh, a promo for some stupid Hulu movie. Yeah, or... it's
1: gonna be something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's for the next season of Black Mirror, maybe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I can
1: see that. It uh, well, now that you're familiar with all the Simpsons episodes. Uh, Chewie, it's the when they find the angel bones in Springfield. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. I can't
2: remember any episodes anymore. I've seen six hundred and forty <laughs> of them. Anyway, we'll we'll come back to that. It was in
1: the closer to the good half of the. I think it was like season twelve, maybe that was 11, 10, 11, 12
2: That was nineteen seasons ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you watched it just like you know Last just week. six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Le- they find an angel bones and everyone thinks it's an angel and Lisa's like no you- it's not angel oh, bones. Oh right and yeah then okay I remember it turns out just to be a promo for the new mall opening up in Springfield and hmm.
2: yeah Oh yeah that's the monolith that's what's going on it's whatever <laughs> yeah. it is it's 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 marketing driven
0: Yeah probably um although <laughs> Yeah, no, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> There's no right, mystery I know left in the world. Thing. It's just corporate greed. We could
2: be both. We all desperately want it to be something more interesting. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Maybe we'll be wrong. And that'll
1: be a time we'll all be... I don't know what be would wrong be wrong more right, fitting for 2020. 2020. What if, you know, it just turns out... And go catch Ju- uh, Justice League in the Port Port miniseries. There's four monoliths around the world to indicate the four episodes. Uh... Or if it was an actual alien, well, I don't know what's more twenty twenty appropriate. Well,
2: I mean, you know, it'd be way more interesting if it's something that killed us all, but (laughs) I don't think we'll be that lucky. Yeah.
1: Uh, Anyway, sorry, Rain. That was you know you're you were. Oh no, that's. Oh, who cares? Let's just talk. It's it's a.
0: Yeah, we can all. It's a communal fire.
2: Um, Exactly. Have you never been on around a, a trunk fire, Sean? Is this your first
1: time? It's been so long I've forgotten. Yeah.
2: Anyway, Ryan, what yeah. else have you been up to? Uh,
0: yeah, I guess... Obviously watching a lot of TV, being indoors. Um, and playing some games. I got some new VR games. I got Stormland. I've been playing that. It's pretty fun. Um, uh, let see. Shows. I've, I'm almost done re-watching Star Trek uh, Next Generation um nearing the end of that so continuing my saga of re-watching all of star trek um no,
1: are you what season are you in now
0: seven so about halfway nice. through uh
1: have you got to um dr crusher falling in love with the scottish ghost yet
0: yeah i forgot i had there's it's funny because like when watching through it and of course i i want to say i've seen every episode but i that's not true because i definitely have seen you know watching through it the second time like wait a minute, I don't remember that, and that is an episode I do not remember, and it is terrible.
1: <laughs> well, it's generally considered one of the least, you know, the worst episodes. But I do remember watching it as a kid. Um, the re- main reason I mentioned is friend, friends, uh, the cast, uh, Sam, um, Sam he's wrote. He's emailed us before, but uh, some of my other friends have her ever- podcast reopening the wormhole and they just a special on that episode so
0: oh i'm gonna go listen to that then
1: go listen to awesome. their special on Ro- rosa whatever the name of that episode is the Rosa.
0: yeah actually one of the things i'm looking forward to finishing next generation is to well watch the movies because that's the right order and then watch start watching Deep Space nine and i'm gonna wa- i'm gonna watch an episode in order, of course. And then we'll listen to the podcast. Um, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think you told me that. Yeah. I should tell them you're going to do that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I'm... Yeah. And then I'm going to record a podcast episode about their podcast <laughs> of and me. Yeah. They
1: would... That would be amazing. Just... Yes. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm actually... this like... I'm almost kind of, at this point, just trying to get through it just so I can start um, just start that adventure. Um, of course, it's going to take way longer to get through it but that's okay <laughs> um actually so that's in a related note so just a while ago i finished re-watching um avatar, avatar the last airbender and it you know just one of those so you can watch it a million times and you'll notice new things and love it even more um but i was also looking forward to re-watching cora um mm. and so i watched the first episode with the, the plan to then watch our corresponding core <laughs> and after each episode. guess how far i got through the core series
2: halfway through the first episode
0: <laughs> uh well i finished the first episode
2: but i did are not you talking about I, are you talking core or the actual show
0: the, well the show but then so i finished the first episode of the of cora and then i went, went to go watch the first episode of core and i and that's as far as i got <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you burned your TV yeah, and computer. That was
0: the end of that entire <laughs> endeavor. Uh,
2: that, that's understandable. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I might like, pick it back up. Guys, just forget about CoreCast. It's fine. That's what I've done. I and just... guys, remember when
1: we went to Nick's Geo to interview Mike and Brian? I still remember. Like, and I want Sometimes to tell people like about that. Stress dreams and like PTSD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I want to like tell people because I'll I'll have conversations you know there's a few people out there that are mega fans of Avatar of course and like it's always on the tip of my tongue I want to tell them <laughs> that I I asked Brian, Mike and Brian to the prom. <laughs> but i can't like i really can't bring myself to do it because like did that really happen or was that a dream like there's no way i let myself so do have
1: video like, proof what? of it was <laughs> yeah if you make that claim then you're like yeah we recorded it it's online then you got to prove it and you're like wait no i don't want people watching yeah <laughs> um no it's
2: definitely online um you know Ryan, I don't know how aware you were at the time, but the you know the PR lady who was helping us out. Oh yeah, uh, we had to screen all of our questions with her before mm-hmm. we did that interview, but we did not screen that one, <laughs> and I could tell she was about to shut it down. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah, she looked really nervous. We were going to ask some because you started off with a bait and switch, like a oh she asked, yeah, started off yeah. with some really heavy question and then you're like so anyway will you go to the prom with me and i could see her getting really nervous and it looked like she was about to like okay no that's that's enough and then when you said that like she was she looked super relieved so (laughs) (laughs) um but we were uh we were skating on thin ice there for a couple seconds
0: (laughs) i didn't know obviously i didn't notice that that's that adds a little extra layer to the whole adventure a little flair a little flavor yeah nice um (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, I, there's not too much else. There's, there's some great Netflix shows. Um, the Queen's Gambit, which I, I believe is a sequel to New Mutants, um, since it stars Anya Taylor.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, and looking, you know, just kind of looking forward to some Christmas events. Kind of funny, I was looking this like online to see what Christmas, event, Christmas events are actually still taking places here. And it's obvious that whoever put like these calendar or these schedules together event things... They just, like, took it from the last year, but then went through and said, this event is now canceled. This event, So it's just funny, like, reading through this list of, like, all these, like, magical, wonderful Christmas events, and they're just, like, canceled, canceled. All <laughs> events are
1: canceled. All events are pending. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, all
2: other events are pending, yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Ryan, same at my job, actually. The, uh, the performance calendar that would have had all the, you know, holiday concerts oh, and everything. Yeah. Every week I see one on my phone and go... <sighs> yeah. I wish I could be in the theater. Yeah, sad.
0: <laughs> very sad. But uh, yeah, that's that, that's about it for me for
1: now. What have uh, what have you been up to, Sean? Um, well, some of the same. I watched the watch Queen's Gambit. That's a big recommend for me. Very entertaining. Um, and been watching some Christmas movies. I watched both Home Alones. Those are some fun movies. I mean, they're really silly, but they're smarter than they appear to be. They're not that smart, but they're, they're just they're well, written than they appear to be. They are.
2: They're well-written. They're well-constructed. Yes. Um, yeah. It's a tradition for Maeve and I now, every Christmas. It's like, you know, every holiday season, how many times can we watch both, both those movies? Um, I think it was last year or the year before, I realized that there was more connective thread between both movies. Did you watch them back-to-back?
1: Uh, it's funny. I watched the second one, and then, like, Two or three days later, I watched the third or the first one. So I did watch them pretty close, but in reverse order.
2: Yeah, it's, 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 it's something I never noticed until I watched them back to back, I think last year or the year before, um, was the, the house that Kevin wrecks at the end of the series. Yeah, it's movie. the same it's, people. It's they, the, yeah. it's the brother who is, they go visit. They're visiting in France because he commutes yeah. to France. I don't think commute's the right word. Um, but you know, he yeah. takes frequent business trips there. Yeah. So that's how they have a house. But on that note, uh, Maeve and I were musing, and and sh- she she said that there was a big missed opportunity in Home Alone 2 that I now can't get out of my head, and it's kind of not ruined the movie, but like I can't quite in- in- enjoy it as much. In that, the finale of the movie should have taken place at Duncan's toy chest. It should not have been some random.
1: Oh yeah! It shouldn't have been some
2: random yeah. house. Like just because he like in the first movie he was he was protecting his home yeah, from invaders. From in ho- yeah. And then in the second movie, they set it up to where like, oh, the toy store is going to be this whole thing. But then he, You're right. he, he lures them to the house to murder them. As I've mentioned in past podcasts, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he could very easily, because you know, that whole thing happens. And at, at the end of it, he just runs away and gets caught by them anyway. And then calls the police. You know, if he just called the police Home in the first... Home
1: is a stand-your-ground state. You're <laughs>
2: allowed to torture people. If he just called the police in the first place after he broke the window, the whole thing would have been over. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if he just ran oh, off yeah, and hit the in a bush or something. shop but, is obviously...
1: That's where... Yeah, it uh, should have, because right. not
2: only that, I don't know if you recall, but you know his little Walkman thing, his little tape recorder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was a hot item... Uh, for yeah. the holidays that year, and, and I had one. I got one for Christmas that year, and it was so much fun to play with, but mostly just because Kevin plays with it in the movie. Um, but you do your finale in a toy story, you have opportunities to have all kinds of other product placement. You know, yeah. you do cross promos mm-hmm. with all That's the toy true. companies, you come up with more unique toys that are just only seen in the movie, and then you can have a whole new, like, brand of Home Alone, like, branded toys that holidays, yeah. like, what a missed opportunity. And then you have toys for him to make traps with, which is what he already made his traps with
1: yeah. in the
2: first movie. Man. And he goes, Man, I have a whole toy store at my disposal. <laughs> you Man, know? that's hey.
0: kind of yeah. pretty glaring yeah. now that it's pointed out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like it, right? Like, because they even set it up. They, like, he goes to the toy store earlier in the film. I mean, obviously for other reasons too. But that is an easy setup for the pay, like the climax of the film where it, it almost feels yeah, like the movie yeah.
2: was rewritten because in the first movie during the first and second acts, the bad guys are scheming. Okay. That's the house we're going to yeah. break into. And then in the second movie they're going, okay, we're going to break into the toy store almost as like mirroring the first movie, but then yeah. it ends up being not that important in the third act. So. Yeah,
1: that's, that's <laughs> funny, because I was just about to ask which one you like more, and I like the second one more. But now that I, you pointed that out, it's going to be hard for me to mm-hmm. back that claim you up.
0: ruined it for him, Chewie. Well, uh, you know I'm what? may have
2: ruined it. it for me. I had to ruin it for somebody else now. It's like The Ring. Right, pass, gotta, yeah, pass it on. Um, Pay it forward. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah. But you well, know you know what? I goodness. think overall, I think I think that first movie still holds up more than the second one.
1: I, well, the reason, so I was going to say, one, the first one's very quaint, especially the uh, malicious t- tortured murder device. In the <laughs> first one, after you see the first, second one and then go back to the first one, it's like, oh, that's so cute. Like, they could have, that. none of that stuff would have killed them it would have been awful and hurt when the second one he like they're dead five times over like and it's like really really malicious like so it's just like geez. in the first one they get hit with a pink can in the head oh whatever and so I'm like you know marv blows harry blows his head up in gasoline or something like, it's ridiculous marv Anyways, turns um, into a
2: skeleton man yes. the the pink they get hit with that pink. giant
1: steel steel bar and fly backwards you know three stories and yeah mm-hmm. you
2: know. uh, there's a there's a youtube there's at least one youtube video <laughs> out there that does a uh, kill count of that entire scene all the times they should have died and it's a, it's a very high number it's in the um, it's in the, the high teens lower 20s of the times they, well, sh- they should have died <laughs> so
1: aside from the higher gratuitous violence which obviously makes it better um i was also one of the reasons i think i like it more is because in the first one Kevin seems just, he's just too young, like, he's such a cute little kid and stuff, but he's too much a baby, that he just, he seems too much like he's, and this is gonna sound awful, but here I'm gonna say it anyway, he sounds like an animal, like a a trained animal on set that they have trained to say certain things, Like, okay, Kevin, now say this. And then he just says it, and it's cute, and they move on. Whereas in the second one, he seems old enough to be, like, in on the joke more. So it's it's easier for me to, like, watch and go, oh... He's like a person. He's an actual person, <laughs> he's and he fully knows cooked. what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's fully cooked. The first cooked. one, he just is like too young. He doesn't know what he's doing, and they're just like, "Okay, Kevin, now you know, just do this, Macaulay. Just do this." And I go, "Okay, <laughs> on." Oh, now slap your face. Although that is really funny, he does it twice. I don't in the first one. Counterpoints,
2: though, I think in the first, the f- I think the first movie has more heart and i think that whole yeah. idea of like i want to be a grown up i want to live by myself and then it's like fun and then it isn't like yeah i think that doesn't i think that works much better when you have a little innocent like helpless little kid you know i don't know yeah. for me that drives the point home more and then like the scene with the the snow shoveling guy i don't know there's something about the childlike innocence in that first one that i feel like gives you the the christmas fuzzies you know where the second one not so much
1: Well, counter, counterpoint, the second one has Tim Curry, um, Uh, who's amazing. Okay,
2: counter, counter, counterpoint, the second one has Donald Trump.
1: I was, yeah, Yeah. okay, we won't, we don't need to bring that up. (laughs) Also, I conveniently left the room during that scene, and it made the film way better. Um, But also, the first one has the John Candy subplot that has no reason to be there. Like, sure, John Candy's always great, but that, like, it's meaningless. That's so, and, it's like a weird C plot they threw in that has no reason to be there.
2: I mean, I like, I kind of like the C plot only just as a payoff to a gag. Like, I like how at the beginning they make such a big deal, like the plane that she's like, I don't want to wait that long to take that plane. Yeah, I like and that. Then, and
1: then they I, show they, up like five seconds later.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, for me, that's worth it. Also, just the idea of John Candy in a polka band and a van. Like, I don't know. That's funny to me. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny. It just
1: to me, it reeks of like the SCTV. Because the reason is, because they're all friends from SCTV. Kathleen or Mm. what, um, whatever. I can't think of her last name. And John Kane. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm pretty sure that's why they're all kind of together. And it's funny. He's funny, but it's just, it, it just like it's it's a very like you know loose strand of a couple scenes.
2: We, uh, Maven and, and I just rewatched, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and I kind now of had canon that John Candy's the same character in both yeah. movies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's a, it's a good cinematic universe. I think so. Anyway, what <laughs> else? What else, Sean? What else? Sorry. That was a nice Home Alone divergent. Um, uh, so that, and uh, I guess. Other, a couple big things, gaming wise. I got two new. I got. I also got some VR. Well, Ryan, you've had VR, but I just got the new Oculus Quest Two, which is their most recent, newer like mm, mobile, quote unquote VR. I mean, it is mobile, but um wireless, I guess, is maybe a better way to put it. But so i've been playing some vr some awesome stuff some of the standards um beat saber and lone echo lone arena um i also got star wars squadrons the flight sim in um in star wars land um which if you ever i mean i know ryan played tie or tie fighter next week back in the day the old PC oh yeah those are sim.
0: some of my favorite games of all time
1: yeah, so it's not quite that level of, you know, um, crazy, teched out kind of sim, but it's way closer to that than you would think from a modern EA Star Wars game. Oh, okay. It's, it's like a slightly more streamlined version of that. Uh, so it's still really fun, but then also VR is just like, like yeah, it's pretty awesome, and it... It, you, if you get motion sick, you, like, it's funny because I, in VR, I am pretty good with motion sickness. All of the, like, arena stuff, I don't get sick. I, like, the Star Wars game, you are just immediately in there flipping and turning and, like, you just, you're, that, this is what you signed up for. You're in an X-Wing in the middle of space and you're gonna be doing crazy flips from the, you know, first, from the first couple minutes. Um, and it ha- doesn't really affect me, but games where you have to walk, those oh. make me more motion sick. I still haven't quite got my VR legs for walking games where you just have to move the joystick. Hmm. Um, because it's it's my brain is confused, yeah. right? My feet aren't moving, but my body's moving. What's happening? Bleah! That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I got VR. Um, that's lots of fun. And, uh, and the Quest 2 is really, really affordable and makes it really, really convenient and easy. There's a few things. It, it's not as powerful as the original Oculus and stuff, but you can still play every game if you hook it up to your PC, if you have a PC. So, so that's a recommend. And then also I got a PS5. So Woo. I've been playing some PS5 games. Dang. Um, yeah, that's been fun. Um, I mean, honestly, I would not have got one if it wasn't for my employer giving me one for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, th- to be
2: honest, there's nothing. There are no games yeah. on there that I'm like I gotta buy the system for. Uh, yeah,
1: I would. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I played the new. I played the new Spider-Man game on the Miles Morales, and it's great. But it's essentially just just it's the other Spider-Man game, but a new story, um, which was great for me I, I thought it was awesome lots of fun the exact same game mechanics and combat and all that stuff um so that's good um i got the new assassin's creed just because i wanted to check it out and you're a viking in that one so that one's mm. fun um yeah you know so lots of video games cool and um yeah that's uh, i think that's about it
2: what have you been doing chewy Oh, geez, it's been a while. Um, I mean, the last episode I was on was at the beginning of September. Um, let's see, since then I had a birthday at the end of September, and, um, right around a little bit before that, the car I was driving, um, kinda just, you know, died. It was, t- it's, it's, it was its time. So it's a, cu- it's a little cube somewhere now. Um, but, uh, my family helped me get a, a used pickup truck for, uh, for my birthday. So I got a, I got a 02, cool. um, Nissan Frontier. Um, and it's really nice. I like it a lot. Um, and, uh, it's, it, I've been wanting to get a truck for a while because, uh, you know, I do stage tech and I, I teach stage tech and the school where I teach is right across the street from a Home Depot. And it's so frustrating not being able to just go over there and pick up wood or whatever it is I need. And like, it's just like, I can see it from the parking lot. And it's just like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's very frustrating having to get somebody to help me like bring their truck and borrow it. And you know, so. Yeah. So now I have that. That's good. Of <clears throat> course, I don't That's really, cool. I don't really have anywhere to go with it still. Um, cause our other car is a Prius and it gets better gas mileage. So, um, I take it out to drive a little every once in a while so it doesn't die. But, um, but, uh, I'm still very heavily in lockdown as, you know, it's pretty obvious as, as expected. Um, Halloween happens. Did either of you do anything fun for Halloween?
1: um i went i hung out with some friends we played board games and watched a movie or something and youtube videos and i don't know that's good cool. drink alcohol uh <laughs> i was camping
2: at the time oh right so, spooky yeah, yeah we uh mave and i you know stayed home like usual but we watched a we we did a handful of um horror movies we did kind of a week-long horror movie marathon mm. not not necessarily horror movies just spooky movies we watched we Mm -hmm. we started with the 90s Casper the first one because it was just one of those goofy kids movies that my sisters and I grew up on and Maeve had never seen so I was like okay just warning you this movie's pretty dumb but we're gonna watch it um I we watched uh we was
1: also Macaulay Culkin right
2: no but it's the guy it's Devin Sawa who is Uh the guy who Macaulay Culkin has a fake feud with on twitter
1: Okay. Yeah, I I mean, I know who Devin Sawa is. That's that's a whole thing.
2: I don't know why, but that's a whole thing. We watched that. We watched um, we watched scary stories to tell in the dark, which uh, neither of us had seen yet, and it was it was all right. It was pretty good, I guess. Um, What else did we watch? Uh, We watched uh, we we accidentally watched the entire American Ring series. Um, We we were uh, we had a night where we were decorating Halloween. We were making de- Halloween decorations and baking treats, and we're like, well, we gotta put something on that we can just kind of, uh, have on. And, um, yeah, that movie hasn't aged very well. Um, it's, it's kind of very of its time, the first ring. And then I know, remember
1: loving it. I mean, I think I saw it once or twice since then, but I, it's been a while.
2: I think it's still pretty good. I think it's better than average for American horror movies, especially the ones that came out around that time, but it's mm-hmm. definitely showing its age. Um and then we 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 were like well let's watch other ones cuz th- I had fi- I'd, I'd read that I heard that they had made a third ring movie not that long ago like 2017 or 2018 oh, um yeah. so we were like and then there was a you know there was a short film that takes place between the first two movies um oh. i guess they put it on the the DVD for ring 2 And now it's impossible to find, like, I had to find it on YouTube, like, some random person uploaded it. Um. So we watched that, and we watched The Ring 2, and The Ring 2 is hilarious. I don't remember... It's
1: still with Naomi Watts, right? Yes.
2: I don't remember it being so funny, but oh my gosh, it was so, so funny. Everything about (laughs) it is hilarious. Um. Particularly in that the plot of the movie is that Rachel is a terrible mother. Like everything about that movie just hammers the point home that she's an awful, awful mother. And you actually end up rooting for Samara, the ghost girl by the end of the movie. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, and then we watched the ring three and that movie was terrible. Um, and terrible as in boring, terrible, like Mm. don't waste your time. It's not, it's not even like fun, terrible. Um, so we did that. So that was our Halloween made lots of treats. Um, Let's see I've been having lots of time to catch up on all of my backlogs of uh movies and TV. As mentioned, we finished all 640 episodes of The Simpsons finally. So uh thanks quarantine. We we were there. It was crazy because like um getting towards the home stretch where we're caught up with the current timeline, it's like the references start to become less dated and you're like oh oh no. Uh-oh. Like there's something weird and impending about it and like then there was, there was a, there was an episode that aired during this year and the, the opening, you know, the, the, there's the whole animated opening. Yeah. It was the same, except for there were no people in it. And we, oh
1: how did I miss? I usually like wow. hear when they do some funky gimmicky opening. They, when
2: that happened, Ma- Mave and I were like, uh-oh, oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, like
2: the episode, the episode had been finished before, um, the, pan- yeah. the pandemic, so it was just the opening. Um yeah, yeah. the rest of the episode was just a normal episode. I don't even remember what it was, but as soon as it started and we're like, oh no, this is <laughs> it gave us well, it, it gave us a back weird the, feeling.
1: <laughs> the the opening was has always gonna kind of been like that. Even back in the day, because like Bart writing on the chalkboard was something they would sometimes change mm based on something that happened in a recent, you know, news, current events kind of thing. Even if the episode itself was, you know, six months old, they had finished. So that's something that, that the intro has always been something, well, I don't always, but has in the past even, like, they've been able to, you know, change it and stuff based on whatever's happening. But that's pretty funny, and that's cool. I, I've heard this last co- this season and the last couple have been better. Where you were telling me that, I think, right?
2: I liked them. I mean, but here's yeah. the thing, though. I, I know people have very capital o opinions on the simpsons and which parts of it they like and they don't like like honestly i enjoyed the entire ride it's just very clear that there's like there are the better seasons and the not as good seasons you know like it's very clear you kind of you get to the weaker seasons and you kind of roll your eyes and go that's a stupid plot contrivance or that character is being out of character Mm -hmm. or whatever but like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day even the worst episodes are still Enjoyable enough to put on and while you're, you know, just hanging out in the evening. You know, it, it's still fun to be around those characters. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I, well, there's a reason it's been on for 31 years. Yeah,
2: I mean, there was no point where I wanted to stop watching. I guess is that, is, is, is my point, <laughs> um, with that. So, uh, we watched through, through that. Um, we watched through Shit's Creek because people kept recommending it to us. I thought it was good, but not great. Um, we, uh, we're, we're gonna start, I love Lucy soon. We're gonna watch through that entire thing. Um, That's I had been, yeah, shows. I have before. I watched through it as a kid when I used to air it on Nick at Night and I watched the entire series and, uh, it seemed so massively long when I was a kid because, like, when you're a kid, kid shows only last for like two or three seasons. <laughs> and, uh, I had yeah. like that at the time was the longest show I had ever watched the entire series of. And now I looked it up and I'm like, well, I did just watch 31 seasons of The Simpsons, so um, this, this ain't going to be a big deal.
1: <laughs> I mean, you have literally watched the longest, the, the most, unless you're talking about, like, whatever, non-fiction shows or something, like yeah. news or whatever, talk shows. You've finished the longest-running television show of all time. So Yes,
2: yes, I have, and it feels something. Um, so there's that. Uh, we're watching through Breaking Bad again because we wanted to get caught up on... Um, better call Saul. So, we're almost done with Breaking Bad, ring it back to that. Uh what else? What else? What else? What else? I finished The Tangled Show on Disney Plus. Uh so I decided to get caught up on Star Wars. So, I finished Clone Wars. Uh that last season of Clone Wars is very good. Um it, it is very good. Uh, I still need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is good. It, get, it got off to a slow start for me. And when I the first time I tried watching it when it dropped, I'm like, eh, I'm not in the mood for this. And then I just kind of powered through the first couple episodes, and it gets good really fast. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And um, so I'm caught up on Mandalorian. I'm gonna go back into um, Star Wars Rebels here in a little bit. Um, I'm gonna just restart that one for the beginning because I was only like two seasons into it. Uh, so yeah, getting caught back up on Star Wars, I'm I'm starting to feel. I'm starting to. I've gone through a whole wave of emotions concerning episode nine, um, and, and like I've, I seriously go back and forth on. I mean, like it's a terrible movie, but I can enjoy it in the right in the right mood you know. Um, I mean,
1: I'm just gonna be honest. I've still only seen it the one time. Yeah. I And it, we're coming up on a, its year anniversary. I feel like that's enough time has passed. I feel like I, I I could maybe watch it again and see if anything changes. If my... I don't think anything will drastically change, but at the very least I could like uh, maybe just enjoy it for the stupid fun that people who are more apologetic about it seem to enjoy it on. Me. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um... But I also have a theory that the 2020 isn't, it's not like 2020 hasn't been, you know, it's not 2020 that's awful. It basically was since the release of Rise of Skywalker has basically, that has been the real start of the year of hell.
2: Arguably it's, it's either that or it's cats, right?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Or just both. I mean, yeah. I could, yeah. yeah, the,
2: The fabric of space time can handle both of those movies come out at the same time, but also on the note of episode nine, now I'm watching through all the Dave Filoni produced Star Wars shows. Um, mm-hmm. They they just recently started a new animated show, um, Star Wars Resistance, which takes place between yeah. the original eight, the original eight, trilogy eight, and the new yeah, trilogy. Six and seven, right? I haven't yeah. started watching that yet because I got to get through Rebels. But I'm really kind of hoping they pull a um, a band aid like they did with Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, that's like so. It's interesting because yeah, I mean I'm also caught up on Mando. What's well, four or five episodes in at at the time of this recording and it that's what especially from this last episode i was very much getting this feeling of like oh man are they gonna pull clone wars on what they did to the prequel trilogy in terms of just like just like making everything right or attempting to (laughs) make things better and stuff well see
2: here i think they actually have more potential to do so with the new trilogy because they fixed that era of the prequels with Clone yeah. Wars, as far as I can tell. The things that don't make sense, they made them make sense. And so that whole story, that saga, I can make peace with because it's, um, you know, it, it makes more sense now, right? They, they filled in the gaps. Yeah. But those movies are still bad. Is the yeah. is the thing? I still don't like watching them because they're not enjoyable movies. They're bad acting, bad. We know yeah, we, best we know things, all the thing.
1: The best things about the prequels are not the prequels, right? It's, it's the stuff around it, that exactly.
2: Action. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. The books, the cartoon shows, all that. Yeah. But I think that the new movies are enjoyable, and I think that yeah, they... I, I, except for Rise of Skywalker, I
1: yeah. like the new movies. I think
2: they're well made. I think they're well. At least they're at minimum they're competently made um for the most part um and they have for the most part good performances good pacing good editing um and again i say that the most part because we start dipping our toes out of that territory in episode nine but um but i think that you know if they do what they did with the clone wars that there's a potential for like okay cool like i can watch these movies and i enjoy them because i already kind of enjoy them you know i really like uh that first one um Force Awakens. I still really like Force Awakens.
1: Force Awakens. I like Force Awakens. I mean, my favorite's Last Jedi by far. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies the last couple of years. The more, Same. I mean, yeah. I have friends who I don't need to. We talk about all the time, but I love that movie. But Force Awakens is an awesome movie on its own. Yeah. And then yeah, it's just it then the ship crashes <laughs> into a planet, and we all sat there watching it happen. Um, but yeah, I'm hopeful with Mando and and again with Dave Filoni. It's just like it the love of the eu material too like that's something just as an old star wars fan yeah. in the 90s like bringing this kind of stuff in like i mean if you're super cynical you you could label fan service but to me it's not really fan service it's 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 different than showing why han solo has its blaster like to me that's like that that's different than expanding the universe mm-hmm. I guess that's, I think I've, maybe I've said this before, but to me, fan service narrows the universe of whatever, of yes. world of your story. absolutely. World building is expanding the universe, it's better storytelling, and I feel like what they're doing with this stuff is expanding it. Absolutely. And and the stuff that I'm, I dislike more, some of the more cynical fan service stuff from from Solo, or I don't know, whatever Rogue One, or even from, especially from Rise of Skywalker, it narrows it completely. Like, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, like almost to the point of like nothing matters. We're narrowing it to one little point. It's all a, one family, two families of Fort Spars, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's just like it. It yeah. Anyways, yeah, uh, absolutely,
2: and I and I like that um, in the y- you know people were worried about them eliminating the old um, the old EU you know and it's like I think the old mm-hmm. EU and the new the new EU both have good stuff and they both have stupid stuff in it um yeah. but I really I really like that with the new one it's a really about the television shows I really like what they've yeah. done with a lot of them um and you know like Mandalorian it really gives you like okay well here's something that maybe we've we're familiar with but it's not just showing it it's saying here's how it's affected other people in the galaxy mm-hmm. here's what it is like to actually yeah. live on one of these planets after this happened or after the Death Star blew up or, you know, now that there's a power vacuum or you know, like mm-hmm. that is really the universe expansion type of stuff that I, mean, I love to see.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's lots, I mean, I mean we could do whole episodes about the Mando I and mean, maybe we do after the season's over. Um, but some of my favorite stuff is just like showing how this world is now. Right. And establishing like from episode two, when the X-Wing pilots, like they're, he's basically just like, you know, they're they cops pulling him over, mm-hmm. like checking his registration, right? Like and how does the new republic operate and you know, that episode from season one, episode six when they have the prison ship and they gotta break in and stuff. Like it's awesome seeing how then at least I like seeing this kind of, oh, this is the new republic now. This is something we haven't seen really yes. yet before and how it operates. And this season is doing more of that, and I like I like that stuff.
2: But I, I think most importantly, this new material is is sucking me back in. Is, is the thing. Whereas, like after after um episode nine, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know, like I just unsettled and just not, yeah, <laughs> not satisfied. And I'm and i was kind of like ah, it just left floating. You know what I mean? Like, is that the yeah. is that yeah, really can, the end of Star Wars? You know?
0: Yeah, I I have I have the same feeling, and but I haven't taken the step to get myself back into it. I watched the first season of Mando, and it didn't it didn't do the job for me in terms of getting me back in. Maybe I just need. To, engage more second season i mean i I do
1: think the season two is better than season one so far i like it more i don't know if it's gonna win you over if the season first season didn't win you over i will say though that like the the first episode i like a lot it 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 it's awesome it's just like an awesome cool contained story and the guest stars the season have been great too yes absolutely
2: yeah and season one i'm kind of almost with ryan i i didn't like season one until about halfway through I was almost ready to give up on Mandalorian, to be honest, and somewhere in the middle of the season, I went, okay, this is growing on me, and by the end of it, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch the next season. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, but...
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll get around to watching the second season um, at some point,
2: I'm sure. It's enjoyable. But, yeah, so catching up on Star Wars, video games, lots of those, the Mario 3D collection, working my way through yeah, Rise on. of the Tomb Raider, uh, still... So yeah, that's more or less what I've been up to: hanging out at home, teaching from home, uh, virtually. Uh, you know, it's, it's challenging, but it's you know I'm making it work still. So that's that's me.
1: That's that's cool. that's the highlights. Well, you know, the good thing about not having um, chunk fire stories after a couple months is now we have a huge raging bonfire with all that wood we threw in there. What do we do? With, the wood being our stories. What, oh, we, what, what? What? How does this metaphor work? The wood can't. This it can't be our stories.
2: We, uh, we, we, we bring oh, our. So. The wood is the stories, and we bring them to the fire and throw them in, and then as they burn, we all inhale the smoke. Our stories. What um, does the all... fire
0: represent? You
2: know, our love.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Our love. All right, that's good enough. I'll take
1: it. Yeah, no, it works. <laughs> I just realized, Matt, at the beginning of the episode, did you say what we're going to be talking about this episode?
2: Yeah, New Mutants. Oh, you did? I think I I did. If I didn't, hey, we're talking about New Mutants today.
1: Okay, I'm just going to, if we didn't, I will edit that and put that at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Oh, it's called
2: The New Mutants. (laughs) Okay, I I feel like it used to be called New Mutants at some point in the production. And, um, you know, this movie did sit on the shelf for two years, so. Yeah.
1: Well, here, Chewie, just get a clean take of you saying, Tonight we're going to be talking about the new mutants.
2: <clears throat> okay. Tonight we will be talking about the new mutants. Or the cool new mutants. All
1: right, good. Just in case, I'll be able to <laughs> Oh, you want another take? <laughs> Tonight we're going to talk no, about no, the no, new that's... mutants!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well I'll use either Pick one. one. It's going to be great. I don't care. Or don't. Uh, Delete the whole episode. Cool. Well, yeah, we're well. New Mutants time. I mean, yeah. Um, I think it's. I think no. Well, I don't know how this conversation is going to go New Mutants, but I think it's it's justified that we'll probably have spent more time chunk firing yeah. storying than New Mutant. We, we are. Talking. We are
2: in minute forty eight now. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, let's talk about it.
0: Okay,
1: let's talk about it. Uh, okay, well, um, oh, let's, before we get in, obviously, spoilers and stuff, which might be relevant. You know, people may want to watch this movie, so we are going to get into spoilers. Um, but also, before we summarize, just so you have an idea, um, Ryan, when did you watch this movie?
0: So I watched this movie for, well, whenever it first came out, so like three months ago, four months ago.
1: Okay, um, I watched this movie about a week ago. Chewy, when did you watch this movie? Uh, just a few hours ago. Cool, so... So, as makes most sense, we're going to have Ryan summarize it.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be... The one be... who's seen it farthest. <laughs> in the... yeah.
0: And honestly, like I tried to block most of the movie out of my memory, so it'll make it even better. Um, so, from what I can recall, this movie is basically The Breakfast Club, except that <laughs> you hate all the characters, and they, uh, incidentally, have superpowers. Um,
1: uh, yeah, you're not far off And it's kind of a horror It, it wants to be a horror it
0: movie Well, it wants to do a lot of things um, <laughs> It rarely does it achieve any of them But yeah, it, it's trying to set itself up, up As being like More of, a, yeah I Yeah, I guess we'll use the word horror um, Where, you know There's kind of some horrific things Happening um, But they're mostly confusing Or unintentionally <laughs> funny or just dumb.
1: I feel there's a lot of commentary in the summary, Ryan. <laughs> That's true, actually.
0: Well, anyway, I don't know. So they're the Breakfast Club. All these kids with mutant powers get sent to detention, which is just, I don't know, some kind of prison for mutants that can't control their powers. And the principal chastises them, and they have to learn to control their powers. Um And and all the while, while they're stuck in detention, they have to make relationships happen between each other. Um, Because there's the... Ooh, I'm the cool hot chick. Oh, but I'm the nerdy other person. (laughs) We'll never be friends. Or will we? (laughs) Um, And in the end, they join together to escape the prison and beat a...
1: They fight a ghost bear.
2: There's a ghost bear.
0: It doesn't really make they, sense. They all,
1: they all have powers, and the main girl has scary powers, and they fight her scary powers. Yeah. And they break free. Yeah,
0: that's right. She right. she can make <laughs> nightmares come true or something like that.
2: I was, uh, was going to say, all right, that's uh, acceptable enough... Um, Explanation. So why don't you both tell... Why don't we share how we feel about the movie? But I, I feel like Ryan... <laughs> were there. So Sean, what were your initial takes? What's your quick take on the movie? Well,
1: this is also... Everyone, keep in mind when we watch this. So maybe it gets worse after having... You know, the further away from having seen it. Because I don't think I disliked it as much as Ryan. Um, but I can't say I liked it. Like, I think the biggest um sin this movie is is that it's just very meh it's just kind of <laughs> boring um and i think it's a sh- it, it's just kind of funny because of the amount of production like chaos that it went through <laughs> to just kind of lead up to this about like i would almost rather it have been a complete train wreck like you know mm-hmm. like sonic the hedgehog pre-digital fiction <laughs> level like yeah. i would have preferred that that like oh i now i know why this thing was two and a half years on the shelf because as it is, it's just, yeah, it's a serviceable, serviceable teen whatever kind of thriller um, that happens to take place in the X-Universe. Um, it, it's not great. There are some moments that are kind of interesting. I would say, like, Ryan, you're talking about the kind of cliched characters. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think, to me, it was less that they were cliched and more just like they were boring and weren't, were barely characters to begin with. Right. Specifically... The the two guy characters and the two girl characters and the other girl characters.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I meant by like all the, the characters. The, the movie's trying to do a lot of things, and and, yeah. and that's what yeah, like, that's true. so I think the movie is trying to set them up as those archetypes. Well, that's yeah. but that's my perception of it. Maybe they weren't, and they were trying to be unique. Or, you, know.
1: I think they were trying to be a little more unique, especially with like the Arya Stark character and the main character too. Um, But they just kind of, for me, they just were a little bit more just, like, boring than unique. I would say the one character that I think, I can't say I I really liked, well, yeah, I liked her more than the rest, was Ileana, which was Anya Taylor-Joyce. Partially because I think the act, like, she's a good actor, so I was like, oh, she's good. So I kind of, she has a little bit more charisma. Um And I have more of a nostalgic connection to that character, because she's one of the few characters from the actual comic books that I remember. Like, uh, strongly, anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but that was my take. I mean, I I don't hate it. It was just kind (laughs) of, like, uh, meh. Chewie, what'd you think?
2: Well, I can't really disagree with anything that y'all said about the movie, but um, I kind of liked it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so then yeah the more closer you are to the movie the more you yeah, like it it's... so Ryan right after having watched it he probably felt the same way as,
0: right, a- actually as I remember I I went back and watched it a second time because I loved it so much
2: Hmm. Uh, when I say that I liked it I liked it in the way that like um. so Maeve and I are watching through a bunch of our old favorite shows uh, off from the Disney channel on Disney Plus and I I like it I enjoyed it in the way that I enjoy watching those like, it definitely, mm. this felt like a, um, this felt like a an, a, an edgy episode of, like, Goosebumps, or Are You Afraid of the Dark, or, like, us <laughs> yeah, that yeah, are I so weird from Disney Channel. Um, it, it just happened to have X-Men in it. Um, but, I don't know, like, um, you know, it, uh, Maeve and I watched this movie recently called But I'm a Cheerleader. Have you, have you heard of that? No. Maybe you've heard it, of it. it, it definitely it's a, it's definitely a, a cult favorite. It's a um, But basically the plot of it is that a teenage girl gets sent to a gay conversion therapy camp. And um, it if you think about it in terms of that, like, uh, you know, how the X-Men movies were very heavily, like, implied to, like, be a metaphor for, yeah. you know, yeah. coming out as gay, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: This movie kind of reminded me of that movie in a weird way. Where it's just like, oh, uh, all these kids are here. They don't want to be here. They can't leave. I guess this is who our friends have to be. And they all, of course, have a big, colorful cast of uh, of of, of characters, and a lot of them are very cliche. Um, but I, I don't know. I got a soft spot for movies. I I got a I have a soft spot for coming of age movies. And by no means was this one of the good ones, but. It it, it was enough to keep me, it was enough to keep me watching it, I guess. Um, and you know, X-Men things, X-Men things, right? This, 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 look, this is the last, this is the last X-Men movie that will ever come out that's not made by Disney. And, and X-Men Apocalypse, if you recall, the, after the credit scene, alluded to it
1: finally tied up that after the yes, credits, the stand. sx court yes
2: exactly finally and you know what's funny is if this movie came out two years ago like it was supposed to <laughs> it wouldn't have felt that weird i mean like oh well right. there's
1: so much about this because it, with the stranger things and our uh Maisie williams yeah. and just like it feels like two years ago is like it, it just is very apparent this movie was not made this year mm, oh yeah <laughs> yeah Recently?
2: <laughs> it was definitely, yeah, it definitely would have been more fitting a couple years ago. Um, which is not, I mean, a movie should be timeless, I feel like, as much as possible. Unless it's yeah. trying to represent the time that it's in. But, um yeah, the, the, I, the, I definitely felt that watching it. I couldn't get that out of my head. Whereas, like, the guest stars and all that, you know, it, it definitely felt like a, a, a dated movie at this point in some way. Um, but, yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, you know what? I maintain that it's not the worst X-Men movie. <laughs> well, I was just going to no, say, yeah, it, like you said, I I don't, it's not my least favorite of the X-Men movies, so it's probably not even, it, well. Well, we have to do this every time we we, we, the, we talk
2: about an X-Men yeah. movie. I think this is better than um, Dark Phoenix. I think it's better than yeah. Apocalypse. I think it's definitely better than uh, Wolverine Origins. Um, yeah. Y- you know. It, I like it
1: no. more than probably Last Stand. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I uh, like Last Stand more. I've
2: soft, I've softened on Last Stand over the years. Well,
1: I'm a, I'm an Apocalypse apologist, so I would put <laughs> Apocalypse above this, but mm. I would put Last Stand below. Bol, this. Bold statement. Oh, because interesting,
2: because I,
0: I would put Apocalypse uh, below this.
2: The far, far uh, below I would put this for me. X
1: Men Origin or Wolverine Origins definitely below this, and it's right on the same level as Dark Phoenix to me. And I don't know which one I would put. You know which one I'd rank higher. Well, but they, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix did
2: have a train fight. It, yeah, yeah. I have that train fight, so I and think that's this pretty much and, all it had going for it if we're being yeah. honest. It had a really awesome train fight. That train and fight that, was amazing. That that's worth a lot of points. A good train fight, Ryan knows.
0: Uh, oh I know. I know.
2: Good train fight can go a long yeah. way. But yeah. you know, unfortunately for Dark Phoenix it wasn't it wasn't far enough.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I, I think so Wolverine Origins, I would actually put above this because to me that that movie reaches the the criteria for awesomely bad like that's true you know what i mean, mean like, more it, more, like
1: like i was just saying like i would almost prefer it be a huge train wreck that would be exactly that's more what Wolverine. and so there,
0: therefore it's for me that's more enjoyable this movie i was either bored or just kind of like it was obvious like you're you're sick of the effort like it like the movie's <laughs> trying so hard and you're like just 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 don't you're it's not working please stop
1: yeah yeah I mean well at the very least so it's like their bottom two or three then it's yeah <clears> it <throat> doesn't it's not much better, but still still not the worst um it is interesting though because it does feel like i would be curious what the budget is because it's it feels like sixty seven million budget. like was it really oh
2: no way they're gonna make that back they have no not
1: way. they've only made forty six Mac. That, well, that's still surprising. Sixty-seven million. How was that movie? Sixty-seven million. I guess the special effects. Because think about it, the cast is like nothing. It's in one location for ninety percent of. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like it just feels like there's like they could be making. They could have made that movie for a quarter of that. Like what took sixty-seven million? Anyways, uh, <laughs> that's that's more depressing. Um, because I was gonna say if it was like an indie film with the indie budget. I mean, it wasn't. No X-Men movie is going to be an indie film. But I, I feel like they were trying to maybe kind of be a little bit more like this scrappy kind of film. And I think if they leaned into that a little bit more, yeah. I would have maybe appreciated it. Yeah, they, Like this kind of... of scrappy, lo-fi, yeah. low-budget kind of thing.
0: Right, because it kind of almost does have that feel. So then you also kind of are yeah. questioning, well, yeah, where did that money go? If I don't know. That's, yeah, that's kind of weird. I wonder... We should maybe need to read into the uh, production insanity. Yeah. Maybe that's where it sunk all this money into that. Yeah,
1: a lot of it could just be in production, just like rigmarole and just like the constant like struggle there. Yeah. Because even like what, who was the top build probably would be Anya Taylor or maybe Maisie Williams. I don't know. They were both... But they're like they're not reaching. They're not ten million dollar. No. You know they what get a million bucks or you know what I mean. Like I'm just saying, like the big the talent wasn't even a huge chunk of that sixty seven million. I don't think. So yeah, I bet a lot of it was just just production hell. Weird. Yeah. Uh, movies movies are terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of casually scrolling through the wiki page, and it seems like. um it it, it it seems like the, the Disney didn't have um, f- faith in what it was, you know, what they got when they bought out yeah. Fox and it, that also kind of makes sense because I, I didn't realize it when I said it, but I enjoyed this the way I enjoy like a Disney channel show. It kind of yeah. does it, it, it 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 was a little bit more like that than I was expecting. I honestly wasn't sure what to expect out of the marketing. I, I think that's the problem. I don't think yeah. I don't think they knew how to market it either. I think it's just kind of a weird. It's one of those situations where it's a weird movie. It's not what people expect out of X Men. We can't call it X Men, but it is X Men. Like,
1: yeah. it, well, I I like I in general. I'm all for weird, isn't movie like you know different. Mm-hmm. Break, you know, do something original, but like I don't. Was it quite weird enough? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying I don't think it was. It, they they need to go further with that if that's what they wanted to do. Like the marketing, totally. Like they the the trailers are very horror film. Like I think I remember f- seeing a trailer a couple months ago, and you don't even realize it's New Mutants until like the end or near the end or something. Yes. And that's that's kind that's kind of cool. Like oh that was New Mutants. And you're like oh that's I didn't even realize it was an X Men movie or New Mutants or whatever. But then you realize what you just watched, and you're like, eh, I'm still not really interested in watching it, But <laughs> <laughs> based on what I just saw. Um,
2: There's also a lot of stuff in those trailers that didn't make the movie. There's one okay. shot that lingered in my mind after the trailers, and that was all the faces and hands coming out of the walls, like the walls were made uh, of Yeah, plastic. yeah, Never, that's right.
1: I remember watching the movie thinking, when's this scene going to happen? When's yeah, this scene me and too. happened?
2: <laughs> I'm trying to like now think of the logic of the movie. Like, okay, well, everybody's having horror hallucinations because of... Um, because of new character, Danny. new girl. Danny. Danny, right. Uh, so whose would that have been and what would the context be? Like, I wanted yeah, a little guess... bit more out of all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but it, this movie definitely felt like like uh, tug of wars happened behind the scenes, rewrites, reshoots. It, it definitely feels that while you're watching it. Um, like, there's, like, there's like four other versions of this movie floating around out there.
1: Yeah. Well, what I heard, too, is they were going to do reshoots, but they ended up not doing reshoots. So that basically, they still just had the same footage that they originally had, but they just probably that you know it just went through so many different versions in the in the cut that maybe stuff was lost there, or I don't know. Maybe it was made better. I don't know. But I but I did hear that they actually did not end up reshooting once Disney bought it, um, even though they were planning on it. Um. But again, there's parts of it though that I do think like okay, I see stuff there because. I remember when I heard that originally they were making this movie, and they were their The premise was that it was going to be a horror movie, and this idea. Because I think they also didn't um, Trank say he was that was the, what the Fantastic Four was going to be. They do you remember when that movie? I don't remember
2: of, him saying that. Also, I, oh, try I remember not to that. Remember yeah. Fan- yeah. yeah, Fan-Four-Stick.
1: Yeah, And They were going. Oh, it's going to be like a horror movie, and and that never. That wasn't at all. That was no, like it a nothing a thing movie. Thing. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I I heard it, it was like
0: I read some article where he was comparing it like he wants to make it like the fly or something where it's like yeah. kind of horrific in a way.
1: But it wasn't. I feel like this at least they they like even if I don't think it was scary or anything. I mean, I guess it was a teenage audience. I don't know. I don't think teens would think it's scary either. But regardless, it was definitely a horror movie. You know, like it it like the scenes played out with that, the suspense and tension that they were trying to build on. You know, they it had all the patterns of a horror film. So, at least they made the film what they were kind of going with in the premise or in the pitch. And I kind of like the idea of that. I just don't think it worked. The idea of like, oh, it's these new powers. They're scary. I guess that's as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I also liked,
2: I liked the uh, whole... Um... Oh, this is the place that we you gotta go before you can go to Xavier's Institute. And I went, yeah. oh hey, there's a thing I recognize, but also just like, wait a second, that doesn't track. Why would like, y- yeah. you know, when we meet Rogue in the original X Men movie, she just shows up and he goes, yeah. oh, "Cool, you're 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 a student now. Also, you have the most dangerous power in the entire world. Yeah, um, she but,
0: freaking kills like Wolverine.
2: Yeah, but you can still be a student. It's fine. You get to come here. And I went, well, hang on a second. Why is it, why don't they get to go to Xavier School? And then, oh, okay, yes, you know, as soon as they showed Essex, I went, ah, okay, right, of course. You know,
1: that was interesting because they show the Essex logo, and for people who don't know what Essex is, um, that's meaningless that that shot yeah that's true people who do it's like oh you gave the you gave it away not that it was a mystery really like yeah everyone knows that it was obviously going to be bad guys running the school but like there you state it pretty evenly like halfway through the movie um i don't know it's kind of interesting because they're like you're basically giving the movie away to half the audience now they have the audience, you're still pretending as if like it's
0: everything's normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, kind of a I gotta,
2: point. I mean, there was a lot of stupid things that happened in this movie. But the, on that note, the stupidest thing is the big reveal that the doctor is evil. Like, she starts telling that story about how she had to put her dog down as she's putting um, Danny under the gas. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I've been in surgery twice in the last year, and both <laughs> times I don't remember them putting me under. But I think oh, if they I was start... going to say
1: both times the doctor told about no, I think his... I think if they had started hug.
2: telling me a sinister story right before putting me under I would be screaming too. <laughs> so Man, doing that now was I incredibly, be incredibly
0: a, stupid. I want to be a doctor just so I can do that and freak you out. <laughs> just, for,
1: just for the lols. Immediately yeah. get your malpractice suit and, You know what? And you guys license. you've
0: been holding me back long enough. I'm going to go get my <laughs> doctor's license. <laughs>
2: We've been, it we've it been it. holding you back.
1: Yeah. yeah, Us. Well, tune in for a few, to future episodes, faithful listeners. to Ryan, track Ryan's <laughs> adventures. Ryan, Ryan goes school. to med school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about this movie. I guess I like I yeah, like well, the I like the cast. I like the representation. I like. I always like having mm, a Native American like main character because I don't get to see yeah. Native American characters in most things um especially the main character um so that was nice i you know i don't like that like i mean i, I they're all stereotypes her name is what, what is that character's
1: name Some rain, rain moonblood no, moon, Su- oh, moon wolf um mu- uh, new mutant <laughs> danny new mutant da- Dan- uh, it's moonstar moonstar
2: danny moonstar and then you've got yeah. like the irish character has all this catholic guilt and like you know well
1: i do think that stuff was kind of like, I, I appreciated that because each one of the characters kind of came from, like, represented a very kind of repressed aspect or different society, mm-hmm. repressed, you know, which ties into the whole, I mean, if you want to go with the basically uh, LBGT kind of metaphor, but even beyond that, just like the outsiders, mm-hmm. whatever, civil rights in general metaphor, that all works. I like, like, even the most white bread coal miner guy it's a very you know coal mining town's a very very repressed kind of environment that he's you know grown up and stuff so on that level i think it works and i think it embodies a lot of what x-men were supposed to be about it's just the characters themselves were just boring and like yeah like okay that's he killed his mining dad but and this guy, he's from Brazil, he likes to wash dishes. He's always, he's always washing dishes. Oh, yeah, dishes.
0: he's always washing dishes.
2: What was that about?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, is it... He's the only, is it a metaphor? Because he's the, he's the has the power of the sun, so he has to... I just I just kind of assumed the
2: that they all have chores they're supposed to be doing every day, and that's the only guy who actually doesn't. <laughs> okay. Everyone else is just sneaking off to go make out in the woods or whatever. Um also, when Ilyana's, like, every other scene, she has a, a, a robot Terminator arm and a lightsaber. And, um, yeah. and Maeve walked in at that point and said, why does that character have a lightsaber? And I went, I don't know why anything's happening in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny because she is obviously, well, not obviously, that the, like, the one character that I feel like they actually put some time into, like, trying to make a little bit cooler and appealing, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, give her a robot arm. I mean, it's from the comic, so it's not like they're coming up with it, but give her a robot arm and give her this cool psionic sword and allow her to transport and she has a pet dragon. Like okay, but there's other characters. What should we give No, all on this character. Yeah. What about this guy? Give him a hat. I did put a hat on. That <laughs> I
2: did like seeing um Lockheed the Dragon in film, finally. I mean I yeah, was I will, that was really I will cool. say basically if you look at from the original X-Men movie all the way through the entire canon up until this movie, they covered quite a bit of x-men lore even there they e- even and there at the last minute at this very last hail mary they were able to to squeeze in a little bit more lore from from x-men and we
1: and i'm actually surprised because all of these characters are the original new mutants like i was assuming they would throw one or two or whatever and they would just be all these original like almost kind of similar well i was going to say the uh the first class even though most of those characters were established x-men but there's one or two new characters in first class <gasps> I thought it was going to be kind of similar, but he, all of these characters were from the original new mutants. And so that's kind of cool. And like I said, the one I remember the most is Ileana. She was Colossus's younger sister and she was the most interesting and the coolest powers. Um, and, and so I, I feel like that's maybe why I liked her the most in the movie, just because I had to remember her the most, the rest of the characters were just like, Oh yeah, that guy's a cannonball or something. <laughs> yeah.
2: he, he blasts off. That's his power. as as is described in the movie he blasts off
0: (laughs) do they actually say that exact phrase
2: yeah that's the. uh what's her name main character was like oh what's his deal And, and Maisie Williams goes oh he he blasts off (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna launch over it he's gonna, he launches over yeah. it um yeah well that was very x-mini at least watching him outside practice his powers uh, in a yeah. yard that looks very similar to the x-mansion felt yeah. very x-mini um but yeah.
1: also what, what he he like tethered himself to the ground right and was just like flying around in yeah. circles as he, okay uh, that's. it was like the idea of that was kind of I, I like that it was kind of interesting and cool um also, Ilyana has the power to teleport and like go. Like, why did not she just teleport out of the school?
0: Yeah, I didn't get that. Like <laughs> her, she was so insanely OP compared to everyone else. Like. Like, what are you doing here? What, like, <laughs> why just, aren't you on go, another plane of go. existence? Like, what is going on?
2: Well, speaking of, it's it's implied that she can go into another plane of existence. And, Sean, you'll have to excuse me. I have not read New Mutants. I don't, this is not an area of X-Men that I'm super well-versed in. But it looks like that she was able to go into some type of
1: other yeah, realm. Comic. And that, I felt like... they Yeah, it's from the comic, and I think they, she calls it Limbo or something. And it's... Uh... And that's, yeah, that's, you know, Lockheed is there and everything. Um, It's been a while since I read it. It's been years, so I don't remember it very, you know, perfectly and stuff. But it's funny, too, because her power is, well, she's Colossus's younger sister. So she has some mutant powers. I think her actual mutant power is just, like, her arm and the sword is, like, her... But then it's funny because she also just can do magic, like, unrelated to her mutant power. (laughs) Like... I remember reading that in the comics and going, wait, what? She, like, so, because they've established, obviously, it's silliness all the time, but it's just like all these characters explain whatever wacky things with, oh, I have, I have mutant powers. Of course, that means I could control the weather because yeah. my genes allow me to control the world. But with her, they're just like, oh, no, yeah, she could just do magic. Let's see. <laughs> like, oh, According okay. to Wiki,
2: she is a Russian mutant with sorcery powers she can manifest the soul sword it's called the soul sword and use teleportation disks to travel
1: mm-hmm. okay well all right those are good good powers also in the i will say though in the comics though The main character of the New Mutants, at least the early runs, was Kitty Pride. And it was always kind of like she was the leader of the New Mutants, but it was like this interesting dynamic where she kind of like hated the New Mutants because she's like, I want to be like an actual X Men, not these baby mutants or whatever. And so she would kind of have this like antagonistic relationship with the rest of them that was always kind of interesting. Like, I don't want to be here, but then she's kind of, they end up saving the day, you know, obviously, however they do. And she's like, oh, okay, you guys aren't too bad. Well, And then she would still have her adventures with the X-Men anyway. Yeah. Also, Lockheed is her pet, I think? Since
2: I've seen things where that's her pet. Oh. Also, Lockheed in this movie looks like Figment from the Disney World ride at Epcot. You guys know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, I do because of the Jenny Nicholson video. Oh,
2: okay, well, good. He looks just like Figment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the actual puppet you yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, no, okay. even the CG character. That's what Figment looks like in... The Journey to Imagination ride. Anyway, Dis- oh. Disney Parks deep cut, or if you're a Jenny Nicholson <laughs> fan, so you know there's <laughs> that. But at least we had Lockheed. There you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, for a movie that has very actual, like if you just watched and who knew no idea what the X Men were, I will give it credit for like this mutant I- or this movie. I think kind of stands on its own. I don't know. I haven't
2: put any i does haven't it? put any thought into that yet um like it, uh, maybe maybe i don't i think it kind of does yeah I, I think so i guess i mean the concept yeah like okay they i feel like they explain enough context in the first act to, like you're a mutant yeah. and we, you don't know your powers so we have to find your powers and yeah. um they mention the x-men They're like oh you know who the x-men are yeah. right you could be an x-men like okay i get yeah all right enough if you haven't seen x-men you at least get.
1: i just mean like all the characters and relationships like it's all completely self-contained there's nothing for like the specific plot of this film and the characters in this film you need to know outside of what this film presents Mm -hmm. so at least give them credit for that i mean i don't know if that's really credit but in 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 nowadays when everything is a multi-tiered cinematic universe with tie-ins to everything else I don't know. I'm trying to give them something. <laughs> I think there's stuff to give them.
2: I think there are things to like about this movie, given the fact that I liked it. Um, but uh, you know, ask me again in uh, how long has it been out, Ryan?
0: I think it's been three, three, a little over three yeah, months. Okay,
2: September Ask me again in three months, and then we'll see.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Some of the some of the visuals. I, I won't say like the effects were great or special or anything, but like the the weird zombie creature things. They were kind of cool looking. The bear just like bowling over and eating the doctor was kind of funny. Oh, that was just rad. Like, well, okay. Well, she's that bear just, just mauled her and ate her. That's cool. I guess. I mean, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, so some of that stuff was kind of, I thought it was all right. That was pretty
2: good. Um, um, the, the main character. That, uh, why can I never remember Danny? Danny Moonstar. Um, opening the movie with the monologue about the uh, the, the the myth with the, the two bears reminded me of yeah. the how the first two x-men movies opened with the professor x monologue but they were yeah. they were very cut and dry they were very scientific and to the point and yeah. i like that like because this movie is a little, has a little bit more of a magical supernatural slant to it 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 was more of a mystical mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, it booked the end of the movie. I I, I kind of thought that was neat. That was, to me, a, a throwback yeah. to older X-Men movies. But uh, but they didn't have the big CGI zoom into the X-Men doors and then through all the atoms and particles and stuff. So, boo. Uh,
1: I like the shared kind of trauma connection, too. I mean, it was a kind of a through line, the idea of, like, you have a, a gay kind of Catholic who's... You know, condemned as a witch because of her powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have uh, someone who's traumatized, not not explicitly stated, but somewhat implied sexual abuse, you know, in her past. Um, so, like that, I think. I got to give them credit for trying to deal with some of these more Mm -hmm. mature, heavier themes. I I don't necessarily think they succeeded or not that they didn't succeed, but I don't think they really offered anything like interesting to say or, or necessarily about it. But I appreciate that. I don't know. They, they were trying. Yeah.
2: I, I, you know, it's the mutation in in all the other movies is the, is the analogy. It's the the metaphor for all those traumatic things that, you know, outsiders have to face but something you didn't think about is that all those things still exist <laughs> like all of those things that's are exactly, still problems yeah. that people in the X-Men universe would still have yeah. to face and I like that
1: I mean I guess that's kind of why I was like okay you have these mutants but they're not really they're not just trauma because of their mutant powers there's trauma because they were abused because of very human things that have happened yeah. to them right um so I I, I like the idea of that I thought that was kind of interesting and cool um but. Yeah, I mean, I I was gonna say like would I I mean whatever it's five bucks on Amazon sure rent it for five bucks I think really if you have nothing else to watch it it's maybe worth five bucks I can't say that's a huge endorsement but I just feel like I don't know if if you have even like a peaked mod like eh, yeah I kind of like the X Men movies. I don't know. It's a hard recommendation. I don't know if like I'm going back and forth. Now I'm like, man, maybe it's not worth five bucks. I don't. I don't know
2: that I would revisit it, but I think I think I think yeah. it'll end up on Disney Plus before too long. And I think you can do yeah. much worse. I mean,
1: I, yeah. Sure. I mean, definitely, if it's gonna be free, it's if yeah, it's free, it's... check it out. Um, but the, now, well, the last, well, maybe not the last, but maybe the most important. Now, let us make sense of how this fits into the X Men timeline. Um, so. <laughs> I hate
2: doing this with you, Sean.
1: I hate it. <laughs> no. This is why we exist. Because you, you're um, so insistent
2: that there is a one single. Yes, there isn't. It doesn't it does. work. So, it doesn't make sense.
1: It, okay. So they show clips from like the, the, um, the laboratories where they were doing experiments on the children, like from Logan, right? Okay. So. That implies that this is in the timeline that Logan takes place, so it's not in the Days of Future Past alternate timeline, right? Okay. But it they mentioned Professor X in the X School, so it's before like Professor X dies, so it's not after oh Logan. So it, I think it takes place after X Men, uh, after the Wolverine.
2: Okay, Wolverine but goes before to Japan. Logan. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, That's where I'm placing and, it. And, okay,
2: wait, where does Apocalypse fit into that? Because this has. Apocalypse is in the 80s. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so that really is irrelevant, other than for the Apocalypse to say Essex Corp is a thing.
1: Yeah, except they said Essex, <laughs> and then 20 years later, <laughs> or 30 years later. And then later. in real
2: time, two and a half years later.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, movies uh, are terrible. See, wasn't that
1: hard. I think it, it all ties together. And because of the Essex, that was the last loose strand of the entire X-Men universe. It, it all makes sense now. All the pieces Timeline come together, wise, finally. It just finally... It was just this nice, neat little bow that we can now have a 13-part... I think there's 13 <clears throat> parts of this X-Universe, right? It the Is moment. it? Huh. Um. So, um... I
2: don't know. Something like that. So I, I don't know. Have you been keeping up on MCU
1: news? Um, Not, I mean, just kind of what they've been saying about the Disney Plus releases, but nothing.
2: Well, I'm apparently I don't know. Fact check me, might be wrong, but I've been hearing that when they bring when they do the next uh, Captain Marvel movie, um, Miss Marvel is going to be a thing because they've already casted Miss Marvel. And the, the rumor is that the villain for Miss Marvel, Marvel is going to be Rogue.
1: Rogue? Yeah,
2: from X-Men. Oh. So.
1: Well, that has huge implications with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm.
2: And also, X, uh, have you been hearing the crazy rumors about the next Spider-Man movie?
1: Uh, I heard it might. Oh, oh, I did. What did I hear? I know. What Alfred Morlina is going to be in another...
2: Oh, is, I haven't heard that. Uh, I, I don't know that, if that's I true. Heard, okay.
1: Oh, I heard they're going to tie in or possibly do actual spider stuff, It's probably right? going to actually be Spider-Verse. And they're going to possibly get Toby
2: You know how, okay, the first movie, Tony Stark is his mentor, and then the second one, it's uh, it's uh, Sam Jackson, Jake it's Jonah. Nick Fury. Okay, oh, his okay. mentor in the third one is going to be uh, Doctor Strange. It is confirmed. Doctor Strange is going oh, to be okay. a major character. And also, they're yeah. doing Doctor Strange stuff his new, his next movie is called Multiverse of Madness um oh, which yeah. i'm told i've read that is connected directly to that WandaVision show that's going to be on Disney Plus so i um. think they are going they are going all in on multiverse for the the next phase of MCU and i think that the Spider-Man movie okay you heard Alfred Molina I read that Jamie Foxx is reprising his role... Oh, oh I, I, heard
1: it, I heard that, too. I heard that, too. ...as, I hear as, it, yes, as Electro. I think... Well, it's not reprising. Good... It's like he's just playing Electro again, but it's not the same Electro. No, right? I
2: think I think it's going to be the same Electro. I think that there's a good chance we might see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pop up in the I, I
1: heard
0: that, too. That that's the, other, that's the other rumor I was trying to remember, that the, all three of the Spider-Mans will be in the
1: film. Yeah. I, I would be totally down. Like, all that sounds like... Awesome on a lot of levels. I will say the the one just wet blanket to this is this was exactly what like the last Spider Man movie was about, and it was making fun of all this yeah. stuff and how like peep gullible people are and how much they want this to happen. They'll believe anything, and for them to then just turn around and actually do it, like is there? I just hope they're aware of that as they make these films, or at least they make the like, Spider Man film, if that's really what they're doing. Uh,
2: that they that's tie it not, in somehow that, that, or that's I don't know. not as an egregious example of of i mean like okay better example you know the hunger games and the, the whole thing yeah. is about like oh we're gonna distract everybody how from how awful this is by making up this fake romance right and then the, the book mm-hmm. and the movies come out in real life and everybody has this whole focuses on the whole like gail or Peta. i'm team Peta. Oh. i'm team Gale, and it actually mm-hmm. manifested in real life that that was the thing that people cared about more than the actual like awful atrocities of the story. Um, so, Sean, I get what you're saying, but I just don't feel like it's a strong of a case here. I, I, you know what? I'm one of those. I'm one of those sheep. I want this. This is what I want from Spider. man I'm not
1: saying I don't want it. I preface it by saying I'm I a, want I'm it. I'm just like I just I just hope I just want it to be self aware. I don't know. I. I want it to be at least aware enough that it addresses that that was the point of the second film to like, right. Does that at least make I, sense? I, I
2: It does. I, I hear you. I, I just don't care enough about that as much as you do. <laughs> That's the thing. I just, at this point, and it, it, I, don't know, I just well, like the second
1: film so much that I don't want it to be like, just, well, whatever. Well, it's, it's, it could be what it is and still have multiverse in the future. Well,
0: yeah. The last Spider-Man movie, but the last two Spider-Man movies were about that
1: yeah what oh yeah yeah well yeah exactly so it's like i don't
0: i mean we've we've done that like do we i don't know that i need that again i mean again i'll definitely watch it because i feel like this this spider-man is a little it's a little more goofy right we have a little more fun with this one than the previous two so this this could be a funny. Yeah, they could go. You know, I mean, yeah. it's go- well, it's well, goofier I mean, than
2: nothing else. It's when... goofier than Andrew Garfield Spider Man, but I think that Toby Maguire yeah. is still the goofiest one, which I like well, it for. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, yeah, that's fair. At mo yeah, for sure. Moments. I mean, they've already had, um, uh, J. Um jake R- uh, J.K. simmons, simmons jk simmons so there's too many
2: j's I mean, but anyway
1: i bre- i bre- i brought all of
2: that up because i never wanted x-men to be part of mcu um and i, I always said the only way it would make sense is if they have multiple uh timelines so they do different universes mm-hmm. and now it looks like that's what's going to happen so hopefully somebody at marvel said you know said the same thing he went no, it doesn't make sense for x-men to suddenly appear we have to have An alternate timeline where there's x-men so
1: well i uh, I don't know for
0: all the crazy plots they've done like i don't think that would be that much of a stretch that multiple universes would be the only way out like like are you kidding me they have gone like 30 movies of marvel mcu madness like that would be a small stretch. i mean i think
1: they could do that 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 is a way out and that would be okay but i i feel like i i could see it still being plausible other ways I don't know. Maybe. I I don't know. We'll see. I mean, also... Yeah, whatever they do, I'm fine with. I'm also, like, at this point, there's been so much that they've done right in the MCU that they're going to incorporate the X-Men. I'm not going to, like, take it just no matter what and love it, but I have enough faith because of their track record that I think they're going to be smart about it. Well,
2: not to mention, if they start tanking now, um, we can all just say that Endgame was the end. I mean, yeah
1: and that's what i'm saying like the worst comes to worst that we have what 23 films that are just like beautiful little thing anything i do after this is just gravy and if it ends up being amazing then great now we have more than 20 yeah
2: yeah films. so i'll be curious to see how x-men gets because honestly i think that fox's x-men series needed to be put to rest a long long time ago um as much as yeah. i've always been had a soft spot for the series it's like my first like comic, like, superhero IP that I got really into. Um, I I thought it needed to go away a long time ago. So now I'm kind of like, for me, watching the New Mutants is like, alright, we've put it to bed. It's done. There's no more. We're burying our lightsabers in the sand of Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) It had just as stupid of an ending as this did. Um, But, cool. Now we can move on. Now we can see what X-Men is going to become. I agree.
1: I'm happy that it's over, too. I, I... I would have maybe liked a better send-off overall, but it's over, and that's something.
2: It's over, and that is something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, our review of the New Mutants in one sentence.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can take that however you want. Um, well, cool. Um. Anything else to say about the New Mutants? No, I don't think
2: so, but I think that conversation went on longer than you predicted it would.
1: That's true. Yeah. We split the episode pretty evenly half and half yes. so we're gonna disappoint half of our audience either way
2: uh <laughs> ah, so, you know, they, they can turn it off halfway through or just not listen it's fine or they're not that's what's really half. gonna yeah.
1: happen yeah <laughs> most of our audience just doesn't listen to us that, that's <laughs> most of
2: our audience <laughs> doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's wrap this up. But we got we got cool. some episodes on the horizon because we actually now that all the movie studios are giving up on uh, the cinemas and just <laughs> deciding to release their movies straight into our living rooms, we've got we've got Mulan, which came out a while ago, but it's going to be free soon. So uh, I'm willing to watch it when that happens.
1: Um, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, we might have that next week, like in a regular ish. I know, we could
2: have another one of these episodes up in like a week and a half from now. Um, so we got Mulan, we got the Pixar movie Soul coming up, and also at the same time we got Wonder Woman 2, uh, coming to HBO Max. So I'm, I've been looking for, I, like, I've been looking forward to a new good comic book movie in a while because we were spoiled. We were, we were, we were getting them every other month.
0: (laughs) It's kind of funny because we, I think after Endgame, we, I don't know if we said it, but like this, the oversaturation mm-hmm. now we're like, we're starved of it. We're like, we yeah. were so used to being spoiled.
1: <laughs> we were, we were so spo- like, yeah, because it was three Marvel movies a year. And then DC would <laughs> try to do something every year and, like, trip over the, down anyway. the racetrack and would all point point. But, but it was a still It something. was
2: literally, at minimum, quarterly <laughs> comic book movie releases. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And we haven't had one in, like, a year. So um, yeah. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman. I'm looking forward to whatever MCU is going to put out next. I have no idea what the release schedule is anymore, to be honest. Uh, I've yeah. stopped paying attention. I'll watch whatever they put out whenever that happens. But I'm I'm ready again. I've had my break from 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 all this, and I'm ready. I'm ready again. I want to put the capes yeah, back on.
1: We've had we've 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 gone long enough where we we've broken the addiction. So now give it to exactly. us. exactly, please. Now,
2: the, now now enough. that hit that next hit is going to be nice and good. Yes, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> also, I vow or I I. I Say that we have our Wonder Woman episode is just Chris. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you know, we could have Chris review the movie, and then <laughs> we could review Chris's review of the movie. Yes,
1: I like that. Use that, I mean, use that
2: as an outline and go through his points point by point <laughs> as the basis of our review. Yeah.
1: Chris, you listen to this? No, he's, he's, you, you're on board? He's not listening to this. He he listen has to this. not listening to this. He
2: hasn't seen New mutants, or he'd be here. Well, he's a baby now. Wait, that's did true. the
1: audience know about that? He's yeah, we talked oh, about I it. He had about. a baby. Well, also. I don't know did what he? I don't know how babies work. Wait, did he? Did we? Did, hey, audience, did Chris have a baby when you was?
2: Everybody, stop talking. Give the audience a chance to respond. <laughs>
1: This has been After
2: the Credits, a Young Chunks podcast.